professionally, I was doing really, really well. So I had this kind of parallel life where like professionally, I'm like, I became a ma- the manager of the organization I work for. I, you know, I developed services. I specifically developed a lot of services for women and women who experienced trauma and abuse. And that's what I did a lot of work on. So I was really raising women up and really, you know, giving voice to a lot of people. And I was successful in, in the professional life, but personally, um, I put my happiness in the hands of someone else that went, became very negative. Hey mamas, welcome to the more than a mother podcast, where we believe you can pursue your dreams and be a great mother at the same time. I am your host, Lawan Moses, and I am helping you find the freedom to live. Are you ready? Let's go. Today, I was able to sit down and virtually travel to Germany, where I had the pleasure of talking to life coach and happiness evangelist, Julie Leonard of Julie Leonard Coaching. Julie gets candid about her struggles through childhood, how that impacted her into her adulthood, and how she had to go on her own transformation journey and start to live with intention so she could gain clarity on what she wanted for her life and how she wanted things to go. It was truly an honor sitting down talking to Julie, and I hope that you are able to learn from her as I have. And stick around to the end of the interview where Julie has a special offer just for the More Than A Mother audience. Let's take a listen to how Julie is living with intention. Hey, Julie, how are you today? Hello, I'm really good. How are you? I am well. Welcome to the More Than a Mother podcast. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Oh, I'm absolutely delighted to be here. It's so great to chat with you. Yes, so we have a lot of great things we want to cover today. But before we get into all that, can you please just introduce yourself to the audience? I would love to. Hello, everybody. Uh, My name is Julie Leonard. I'm a life coach and a happiness evangelist. I come from Scotland and I'm currently living in Munich, Germany. Uh, I have my own business, Julie Leonard Coaching, and I'm also a mom. I live here in Germany with an Italian partner and I have a lovely four-year-old son, Leonardo. And so I manage my business and I'm also an expat mom too. Um, I'm so passionate about what I do. I'm so I'm delighted to be here with you today. Um, I, my whole life, I've been working with women to uh, transform themselves and their lives. And um, that's because I study psychology and then worked in mental health services for years, and I'm now currently working as a coach. So I'm delighted to be here and chatting with you. That's awesome. I can't wait to hear more about all the great things that you are doing. (laughs) Before we get into that, I just want to talk a little bit about your story. So as you know, at More Than a Mother, we believe you can pursue your dreams and be a great mom at the same time. So that being said, I believe here that everyone has a story and that we become such transformational people. We have such transformational moments when we share our stories of what made us who we are today. So before we get into all the details of business and everything, 
would you just mind sharing with your audience, what was your aha moment and that moment that led you on the path that you are on today? Yeah, I'd love to share my story with you. Um, I grew up in Scotland and um, I grew up with a father who was and, and still is um, a depressed man. He's now in his 80s. And in the west of Scotland, men are, are, are told not to talk about their emotions or, or to be emotional. And it was just never spoken about in terms of what his depression was. I knew he had depression, but I didn't really know what that meant as a child. And how that manifested was that he often would be alone in his own head and caught up in that. So not listening to me or um, he would just sort of talk over me and things like that. And he was, he was in a lot of ways very expressive in terms of he loved me and I knew that. But what that meant was I grew up feeling that I wasn't good enough. This was what I internalized his behavior as. I'm not good enough. I internalized that I didn't have something important to say because I was always cut off or I wasn't listened to. Yeah. Or that, you know, my opinion wasn't worthy of something. And that kind of really is what followed me for a long time in my life, this really negative thinking. I also, I'm not entirely sure where it all came from. I kind of know most of it, but I grew up with a very strong belief that I was very ugly and that I was a very ugly child or an ugly woman. And that followed me a long time through school. And I had braces and lots of things like that to deal with and a lot of bullying. And um, I grew up with a very strong belief that I wasn't very beautiful and that um, that, yeah, when I had very low self-esteem, I really felt that, um, you know, if I was more beautiful, I'd be more popular or I'd be more liked or I'd be more happy, right. that kind of stuff. I'm sure people relate to that. Yes. Um, so it's, it's no surprise that I ended up studying psychology at university. I really had to make sense of what was going on. And when I got there, I realized that I wasn't as weird as I thought I was. You know, other people thought the same way, which was great. But I really struggled with like being really self-conscious and very shy and quite introverted and like I couldn't even go and meet friends in the canteen for a coffee because I was too nervous to walk across the floor, you know, of the right. canteen and stuff. So it followed me into my 20s. But here I was learning all about psychology and the mind and how things work and I was fascinated. And I was really drawn to that line of work. And I think... Um, I think when you have your own experiences, you can then empathize with other people much better and you're more compassionate. When you've had struggles in your life, you are a more compassionate person. Right. And so I ended up um, getting some voluntary work after university and mental health services and just loving it. Just loving being able to work with people and, and predominantly women. And that's what I did was I worked for over 20 years in mental health services, really working with women to, to change themselves and their lives. And I had the opportunity actually to go into people's homes and to talk to them and build relationships and ask them, what is it you want? And time and time again, they would say, I want to be happy. Oh, wow. I want to be happy. And I'd be like, well, what does that mean? What do we have to change? And we'd break that down into like emotional and practical support and then break that down into steps, which Effect, in effect, I was coaching, right. wasn't I? That's what I was doing. Um, and so that's what I did for a really long time and just felt this deep passion. This was like my whole purpose in life is, 
is to work with women. So I'm right. very fortunate. I've now been doing that for 30 years, my whole life. Oh, so, wow, that's awesome. uh, yeah. So when you were experiencing, like, I know you mentioned your father uh, mm -hmm. being very like closed off in his moments, and it's the same here in the United States that men don't yeah. tend to talk about their emotions. So that is really hard for, especially when you're a daughter with a father, you're looking for that mm -hmm. validation and those type of things, and you start to internalize those messages. Yeah, so what absolutely. kind of, you mentioned briefly some obstacles that you were encountering. So what kind of obstacles did you encounter because of this? Um, I think I really felt that um, I was really limited by my beliefs. So um, I had this continual inner critic that was very, very negative. And so I would, when I spoke, I would, I would sort of negate my sentences. I was, you know, I would justify what I'm going to say. I would put myself down before anyone else could, that kind of language. Um, I had this running commentary of like, yeah, yeah, other people are like this, but not me. Right. Uh, you know, it was, it was very negative. I was very alone in my own head. I was always worried and anxious. I did a lot of the what ifs, what if this happens? What if that happens? I felt it limited me in my confidence. And so mm -hmm. it limited me in what I did. Um, I had that youthful optimism that we all have, you know, so like, in my 20s, you still kind of believe it'll all work out anyway, despite what's going on. And so I still did things, but I, I, I didn't fully embrace them. I don't think I took full advantage of everything that I could have. Um, and I don't think I fully participated in university life the way I could have because of this, of these negative thoughts and feelings. And how it also showed up a lot was in relationships. So I formed very good friendships, but in terms of when I started dating, I think my low self-esteem meant that I often attracted or settled for people that weren't particularly healthy. Um, and so I ended up in a long-term relationship um, for about 16 years. Someone I, was, I met at school and then met a bit later after university. And um, I loved him dearly. I was really, you know, he was everything. And I think what I did was I put all of my happiness onto him and like mm -hmm. you know i you know everything that i wanted i you know i put it to him and so when i was with him i was happy and he was my source of happiness okay. rather than being happy in myself you know i needed him but he was actually going through a lot of stuff that i didn't know about um when i met him and he kept very hidden for a long time and was struggling with and i didn't know this for a long time and that came out a lot later when we had bought a house together and we were together for many, many years. And he was really, really struggling. And because he was struggling and he was very, very depressed and very anxious, um, it became a very negative relationship. He took okay. a lot of it out on me and I, I stayed way longer than I should have done. Yeah. And so uh, these were a lot of obstacles that really um, got in my way. Yet professionally, I was doing really, really well. So I had this kind of parallel life where right. like professionally, I'm like, I became a ma the manager of the organization I worked for. I, you know, I developed services. I specifically developed a lot of services for women and women who experienced trauma and abuse. And that's what I did a lot of work on. So I was really raising women up and really, you know, giving voice to a lot of people. And I was successful in, in the professional life, but personally, um, I put my happiness in the hands of someone else that went became very negative. And also I think 
for a long time, I was so happy with the job that I had. And, you know, I had such meaning and purpose, you know, right. here I got to really help, really, really help people and see amazing transformations. And I felt really, you know, that was very fulfilling for a long time. But then I, I there was a moment where after in 2004, I, I took the decision to leave my relationship. I got to the point where I couldn't do it anymore and it was really unhealthy. And that was a really hard point because of the relationship. I, I had a very reduced circle of friends. Mm -hmm. um, I just worked and I took care of my partner. And then here I was with the opportunities to start to go out and to live life again. And I have such a moment of sitting on my sofa, just clear as anything, sitting on my sofa with my, my little cat next to me. He's still with me now. He's 17 years old, oh. sitting next to me and really thinking like, oh gosh, you know, I want to go out. I want to, want to, I want to go out for a drink on Saturday night with some friends. I want to do things, but I'm terrified, you know, mm -hmm. and asking myself like, what's more frightening to stay as I am, to stay stuck as I am, or to get out there and face my fears. And I realized it was so clear, like it's more scary to stay stuck right. than to get out there and live. And I think I've always had this like drive somewhere that I want to get out there. I want to, I want to live. I want to have a great life. And so that was just such a turning point for me where I was like, I have to face my fears. I have to get out there. I have to right. live life. I want to, I want to live and not just live. I want to really live. I want to grab life with both hands and go for right. it. And it sounds like, even though, like you said, you had this personal and professional kind of like two separate lives, it sounds like perhaps what you were doing professionally eventually got you to that point to where you were able to take those tools that you were helping others with and mm -hmm. help yourself to leave this situation and kind of reclaim that power over your life. So it's amazing Absolutely. how those two things can work together, even though at the time you're probably questioning, like, how can I help all these people be happy yeah. and give all these tools to others? But then I go home and I'm living such a separate life. But I mean, I think that happens to many women in particular when we're doing well professionally, but then personally things could just be falling apart. So that's definitely something. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like, yeah, thankfully I was in a job that taught me all these tools right. and I was applying them and seeing them work. So I knew that I could do a lot for myself, but when you have that low self-esteem and the relationship was compounding that, I'm also that kind of person where, you know, I really care about people. I right. hope that comes across in the work that I do, that I do it because I genuinely care about women and I genuinely care. I guess that's what really drives me now is I don't want women to feel the way that I do. I don't want them to be alone in their own heads and having all this negative thinking and feeling that they're not good enough, right. which is what a lot of women feel like they're not, good enough or they're not doing enough or they're not managing or they should be able to cope better etc and so I really hope that comes across but it also means then that I think back then I, I stayed longer and I did more because that's the kind of person I could see his suffering right and I wanted to help and forgot about myself and all that till it almost broke me right you know, that's really what a lot of us do me. yeah I mean a lot of us do that too we put so much into that's that caring personality that we have to where we want to help others and support others that we often like put ourselves on the back burner and just basically sacrifice ourselves 
for someone else's happiness while they could really care less about what's happening with us. So, I mean, I just, that's just not something that's specific to you. I mean, I know I can think of experience where I've done the same thing and I'm sure many people listening can think of those same experiences, but I just feel just in listening to you, just the things you discovered about yourself in that time just were so powerful to where it's like you were working professionally, like building these things that you would need to help yourself get up and out of your situation and recognize your happiness and you're yeah. building that professionally and helping your clients, but at the same time helping yourself. So I think that's great how that crossover happened. I mean, it may not yeah. have felt like it at the time, but just listening to it, <laughs> I, can, I can hear that and I can see that just listening to yeah. what you're talking, how that crossover happened. I used to have these interesting chats because I, I was very fortunate I could work with women quite intensively, but for long periods of time, particularly women who had very low self-esteem or women who had experienced trauma and abuse or were living in abusive situations. And they would often say to me, you know, but look at you, you know, your life is great or sometimes you think perfect. And, and I would say to them, you know, like, you know, I, I have loads of stuff going on because life continues just right. because you're a, you know, a professional or a coach, you know, it doesn't mean that life never happens to you. But now I have the tools and the resilience to cope with things. But I would say to them, like, you've seen me for like a long period of time. Do I look different? Do I sound different? And they'd be like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, because I've been on a journey too. Can you see that? Right. And therefore, you know, I can help you too. You know, I'm, I hope it was inspiring for them that they could see my transformation over the years. You know, I went from starting work in mental health services at, you know, my early twenties, like 21. So, you know, like so young and, you know, so of course you change as a person, but I grew so much in myself as I, as I worked on myself and they could see that transformation. And that I hope gave them hope that, you know, if it's possible for me, it's possible for them too. Right. And that's good. I mean, life being a great teacher and just going through those experiences and like you said, walking with your clients on your own journey, but while you're also pouring into them. So I think that's great in recognizing like our own transformational journey, even in the midst of helping others. And it seems like yeah. this whole journey has just been very helpful to you in building your business and building your life and all those things. Mm -hmm. So this yeah. time, would you like to tell us more about what you're doing with your business and coaching and those type of things? Yeah, of course. So, yeah, now now I um, I have my own business. So, um, this sort of the last part of my story there is that after all of that and all these dating and working on myself, I eventually um, in 2012 went to a wedding in Romania, and uh, there I I met my now partner, a lovely, wonderful Italian man who was at this wedding, and was living in Munich, Germany. And I thought, well, hey. I was quite relaxed by that point right. in a really good place. I wasn't like, oh, here's a man, I must right. hang on to him just in case. Um, I was in a really good place and I was like, well, maybe I'll just go backwards and forwards and maybe I'll just have that summer where I met that Italian in, in Munich and I had a great summer <laughs> jetting because I was in Scotland. It's, it's um, for anyone who doesn't know, that's like two hours flight. So okay. it's very possible. And I was working really hard in this job and had lots of flexible time. So I had these weekends over here with him. And uh, 
I met him. I was, it was uh, a month before my 41st birthday. So um, I hope this is also inspiring to many people. But uh, there I was thinking, maybe I won't find the one. Maybe I won't have a child. And here I am just before my 41st birthday, I meet him. And when I was 43, I decided to give up everything and move to Munich, Germany with him. And when I was, yeah, 42 maybe, 18 months after, so 42. And then when I was 43, I got pregnant and had my son, who's now four. So oh, that's how old awesome. I, you can do all the maths now and work out 30 years working and all this. So you can't see me, but obviously I'm younger than I look. So <laughs> Yes. <laughs> or I look younger than I am, maybe. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. So, um, so yeah, so um, when I moved here, I really wanted to continue working with women and I wanted to to be able to create that balance in my life as well. So here I am an expat, I have no family, I have no, you know, close friends, no help yeah. here. Um, so I, I, it was a really natural continuation to, to do coaching, which is what I've been doing. So I studied the diploma in coaching as well. And I felt combined with all these experience and my psychology background, I could set up my own practice um, working with women in English here in Munich because it's a huge expat community. But of course now, you know, anywhere online around the world, it's amazing. And I wanted to create that work-life balance. So um, I offer coaching to women, um, helping them deal with that limiting beliefs, the negative thinking, thinking that inner critic that we have. Right. That's my speciality. It's what I've talked about in myself, but what I've been doing. So I help women really work on that, identify it and change it. And what we know from science, what we know from research is that we can change the brain, that we can change it from being negative and focusing on the negative to being more positive and sustaining that positivity. We can train it. And so I love this. I love that not only that I know this from my years and years of practice, but we know from science we can change the brain. And I really want to tell women that you're not defined by your past, that you can change yourself and you can change your thinking. And so that's what I work on. I help women get clarity in what it is they want. And I really support them to reach their potential. And I believe you call that intentional happiness. Is that correct? Yeah. So <laughs> I've named it intentional happiness. And I say that because I think when we want to balance life. And so here I am, I'm a, partner, um, a mom, I'm an entrepreneur, a business owner, I'm an expat, I'm a friend, you know, as women, we have so many roles and so many demands on ourselves and so many needs. And we often put ourselves at the bottom of that pile. And um, I really believe in order to be happy, in order to reach your potential, in order to have balance in your life, in order to be successful in your business, we have to live with intention. We have to slow down. We have to simplify our lives and we have to focus on what's absolutely important in our lives. Okay. And you know this, you know this, we've talked about this already, yes. haven't we? <laughs> you know how busy life is. We exactly. are all super busy. Yeah. <laughs> We're super busy before we hopped on this call. You know, like our lives are busy and, you know, before we know it, the week has gone by, the months have gone by. Before we know it, we'll be yes. like, man, it's Christmas again, isn't I know, it? You know, right? Uh, and often we feel like, oh gosh, I didn't do all the things I wanted to do. I didn't achieve all the things I wanted or 
how often do we utter like, oh, I'm too busy to do this. I'm too busy for that. I don't have enough time. So I'm really working on this, like living with intention, which is getting clarity in what is so important to you. You know, your family, your kids, your business, your relationships, time for yourself, your health, those kind of things yes. are really, really important. So it's about slowing down, simplifying life, and every day working on what's important to you. Could I maybe give you an example of how that works yes, in my life? Fine. Just like what I'm doing just now. Like, so for me, my health is important to me right now. So I'm 48 years old. Um, I'm feeling a bit perimenopausal, so a little bit hormonal at the moment. Right. I'm also struggling with like allergies as well. I get really bad hay fever, which sounds not too serious and it's not that serious, but for me, it really affects my health. It really gives me sore eyes, which you can't see just now, but really sore eyes. It really depletes my energy. I, I feel like I live with like a really bad cold all the time. So it really makes me suffer and I don't like it. And so last year I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. You know, I, and also like I'm feeling like I'm getting really hormonal. I don't want to spend the next 10 years fanning myself and like sweating and you know just being miserable so i decided to really prioritize my health and work on that and so i engaged with a holistic nutritionist mm -hmm. and i've been working with her and what that means now is that um i'm very focused on that every day uh, every day i'm thinking about what i put into my body what I don't put in my body because there's things that are triggering for me right now. Um, every day I think about what I'm eating. I, I shop and I plan and I prepare and I eat healthy food for me and for my family. And I'm very clear, like, this is what I need to eat for my health. And this is what I don't want to be eating too much of. Right. And so we've had this like really mild winter just now and like everything's kind of blossoming already. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm feeling a bit more like mm, my histamine levels are quite high. So that's when I just go through a bit of a detox and I eliminate stuff. And rather than just saying, I'd like to be healthier or I shouldn't eat so much chocolate, you right. know, or, you know, that kind of stuff. It's very specific. This is what I'm eating. This is what I'm not eating. And every day I'm sticking to it because it's important. And right. I'm getting amazing results with that. I have so much more energy. I have loads of mental energy. I'm a mom. I'm 48 years old and I have a four-year-old. So, you know, it's, yes. I'm so thankful to have him. But man, you need a lot of energy with yes. a four-year-old. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And I think it's important how you mentioned when you were living with intention and then you just mentioned prioritizing your time. I mean, that is so important because being a mom, having a partner, household, all of these different entrepreneur, all these different roles that we carry. And as you said, we put ourselves on the bottom of our to-do list. But I just really like how you said finding that way to prioritize because if we're searching for balance, I mean, that's something we can always be searching for. But when we get intentional with our time and making priorities and making that list and being intentional with living, that is just really great. When I experienced my own health episode towards the end of the year to where I'm taking some of these same steps that you have taken. So mm -hmm. I've told my story to the audience before where I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis a few months back. 
and it really just like shut my whole life down. So I couldn't be anything but myself, which was where the whole more than a mother idea kind of evolved and bloomed. I mean, I'd been working on it for years and different things for years, but it wasn't until I couldn't be anything but myself that it was kind of like, hey, I am a person. And we start to realize those things that even though we take those steps to live with intention, it's just certain things make us more purposeful and live with more intention to where we may not have been doing the best that we could. So, I mean, I think that's really good because prioritization is definitely something that I've been doing for years, but I mean, doing it even more now with my recent health episodes. So that's really great. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's a, a big diagnosis to wrap your head around. And of course now that is forcing you to really, focus down on like what is important and of course we don't all want to get to something like that right often often that's what happens isn't it we get to a crisis exactly and as moms and entrepreneurs we often get to that where we just get that overload that overwhelm of just too much stuff you know i know this you know like in a business as a business owner the the to-do list that we have, you know, and the many hats we wear just within a business, right? huge and endless and quite overwhelming. And then as a mom, we're also, it's still, it's still the same. Women carry more than their fair share of that burden of just running the household and taking care of kids. Even if you've got the most amazing partner and I've got a brilliant (laughs) hands-on father who's like right now looking after my little one while I do this you know, but we still carry much more of that burden. We have these endless to-do lists all the time. Right. And so we often, it's not until we get to that real overwhelm or that real breaking point that we have to reassess. And I really want to come into it with a way of talking about how we can be much more proactive than reactive in our lives, because we are often just reacting so much to what we have to do. How can we be more preactive, preactive, excuse me, proactive, in our lives and take charge of it and just really focus on what's important. Right. You know, and I, I know for me, it's a constant struggle. And I know from talking to many uh, women and entrepreneurs that women more than men do this, that when we're working, we feel like, oh gosh, we're not with our children. And when we're with our children, we're thinking, I'm not doing my work, right. you know, and like we're really struggling with these two full-time jobs. Yeah, and so we feel guilt. To, yeah, the guilt we yeah, feel. It's huge, isn't it? It's <laughs> yeah. huge. And so that's why when we can really focus on like what is important, what what do I want to focus on my life? My job is important because I want to create something. I want to create freedom. I want to create balance. I want to be successful. I want to have the financial success to give us freedom within our families. You know, that's important. But family is also important or relationships is important i'm important right. ourselves in there there maybe there's some other things in there but apart from that everything else isn't as important and we have to let go of a lot of stuff and really say this is how i spend my time because this is this is what you look back in 20 years and you don't always say i wish i'd worked harder or i wish i'd been on facebook longer right. you know that's not what we look back at we like you know look back and go and I love creating those memories I love that time with good friends that's that's what we look back on isn't it and those are things that matter like I said those are those priceless memories the making those moments those are really the things that matter and as you said too often we get to such a place of overwhelm by trying to carry all the load and 
the roles and everything. That's why these platforms, like these type of conversations we're having right now, just to start yeah. those conversations to where a mom out here, a woman out here listening can hear that you don't have to let it get to a point to where you're burnt out. You can start to do that today, just taking those steps to yeah. figure out what, what matters to you, what's important, how you can start being happy and living with intention instead of waiting and waiting and then just constantly trying to wait for what I call the right time, which doesn't exist. So never comes, does it? Never comes. No. <laughs> so that's why it's good that we have platforms and we're doing the work that we're doing to just help pour in some women, pour in some mothers just one by one. So that is just Absolutely. wonderful. So what the, you, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Go. <laughs> and I just I just wanted to say that also it's important for me to say that, you know, my life isn't perfect because I right. do this and I follow this, you know, but it's a great tool that I use in order to keep checking in and get rebalanced because it's what I work on a lot and I'm really using it in my life to keep focused on what's important. But of course, life runs away sometimes or things get really busy or things unexpected happen, etc. And there are times where I just go, oh, hang on, I'm just like up saying yes to too many things or I'm doing too much or I'm focused in the wrong areas. And it's a way of checking in as well and going, hang on, what did I say was really important to me? Uh, you know, is this taking me forward with what's important? Are these my top five priorities? Right. No. And so it's also a way of just bringing yourself back and checking in again, you know, when it does slip because of course we're human beings and life is unpredictable. Yes. And I just felt it was important to say that, oh, you know, yeah, I, I don't want to sit here and go like, Hey, my life is all, <laughs> you know, perfect. And right. I can breathe along because I'm a human being and I still exactly. have my inner dialogues and right. I still have my struggles and I still have, you know, many things to deal with. But as a human being, how can we, employ the tools that we've got in order to be as happy as possible right because like you said life happens and there is no such thing as a perfect life and it's just important as you said just having those tools on hand and where you can change that inner dialogue and when you start having those negative thoughts or those limiting beliefs to where you kind of have that checks and balances system to mm -hmm. what do i really believe so i mean that is the important part is just having those tools that many people do not have or do not know about. So that's just something great to have. Yeah. Just bringing it to your consciousness, isn't right. it? You know, it like is. often we forget just like what we do know. And it's just when you're right. in something, when you're busy or when you're in it, we can't always see what we need to do. Exactly. And so it's that way of just something that just reminds us and brings us back to our conscious thinking of like, yeah. I need to get a bit more balance here. Exactly. So what do you feel has been the most rewarding part of your journey so far, be it your mom journey, life journey, business journey? Wow, that's a great question. <laughs> do you know, I feel so fortunate that, um, that I've been able to do something in my life that I just, I love so much. <laughs> so I think despite all the things I've experienced, I'm very thankful for them because they've shaped me into the person I am and the person that I'm working on. Um, so one of the best things is just the incredible women that I've met along the way. Mm -hmm. I always think that the job I have is amazing because I end up meeting 
so many incredible women from around the world with incredible stories and so much potential. Yes. And I just love, I mean, I, I just really like people, <laughs> but I really love that I have the job that's brought me into the lives of so many incredible people and that I have a job that brings me a lot of meaning and purpose and that I can help other people. Oh. I mean, that's just wonderful. Yes. And yeah, the mom journey is also very interesting. It's been a real challenge as well, you know? Um, yeah, it's, I love it. And I love, I love where I'm at in this, this point in my journey as a mom. I have mm -hmm. a four-year-old. He's going to be five in April. He won't let us forget. He's super excited <laughs> about turning five. Oh. All of you out there will know that, what it's like. It's just yes. they're so desperate to rush through life at this age. Right. And I just... Um, I've loved him from the day he's born. I love that beautiful baby I had. I never, I was never quite sure if I would have a child because, you know, I was much older when mm -hmm. I had that opportunity. And so I'm really thankful for that, that I have him. He feels very special. He's the only child in my side of the family okay. and the only child in my Italian partner side. And I say Italian because you can imagine then he is, <laughs> he is the prince for the grandmother there yes. <laughs> and also yeah so he's the only he's the only child in all our family so he just feels very special in that way so I'm very thankful to have him but I love this stage where he's at he's just such a character and so engaging and so yes. funny and I, I can't believe I love him even more now if that's possible <laughs> you know yes, so I understand yeah, yeah, and that's so wonderful. I, and I mean, I think that you had some very great tips when you were talking about finding your partner and having your son and those things and that you let people know it's never too late, whether you're starting a business, no matter what it is, it's never too late as long as you have breath in your body that if you you can find the love of your life, you can have a child, you can start a business like that. It's never too late to do whatever it is that you have on your heart. And I mean, that's just such an inspirational message to people that are maybe older and maybe having some of those same thoughts as to will my time ever come? Will it ever happen? And just living that example and being so open and sharing that. So I just thank you for sharing that with us. You're most welcome. Yeah, I, yeah, I have so many clients who, who think, yeah, I felt this way for so long, you know, so maybe it won't change for me or I can't change. And it's never too late to to change your thinking, change your life and, and go for what you want as a, as an entrepreneur, as a mom, in any sense, you know, if there's something that you want, it's never too late to do that. We've really got to keep going, you know? And I mean, it's amazing. I often have quite young women as well who come to me and they say, Oh, you know, it's almost like, Oh, my life is almost over. And I'm like, you're 27. So I think, you know, we've got some time, but even people that come now and they're like, in their 30s and I'm like you know you've got another 40 50 years ahead of you yes. you know <laughs> like let's work on this because there's a lot of time you know to, yes. to look yeah. forward so yeah I share my story and I hope it resonates with people please go for it and that's why I talk about being intentional as well like if you want to work in a business if you want to build a business if you want to be a mom focus on that focus down on that and think every day it's, it's what I'm doing taking me forwards in the dreams that I have. Right. And that's that what you is. want to keep focusing on. And when I ever, a little tip maybe that might be helpful is whenever I struggle with some of the stuff that I have to do, I try and focus on the why and not the what. 
that's so good. you know like you know some of the stuff in, in in business isn't that exciting is it let's be honest there's right. great perks of having your own business but you know when i have to sit and do my taxis or you know i'm dealing with tech issues or social right. media or you know plain old stuff like that you know i don't always want to do that but i focus on the why you know and the why is i'm building a business i'm becoming more successful i want to be freelance i want to work for myself i want to reach people etc you know and so I, I use that you know with clients who maybe say like i want to get fit but i hate the gym you know or i don't really like exercise and it's like well <laughs> don't always focus on the what you have to do but the why if the why is i want to feel confident i want to feel strong i want to feel sexy i want to lose weight whatever it is then focus on the why because the why is the motivation yeah, so, that's you know, a if you're doing deal. this for your kids, if you're doing this for your family, if you're doing this for freedom, you know, then focus on the why, not always on what you have to do. And that that's a great tip for anyone that's struggling to find their way, trying to manage it all, anything like that. Such a great tip is to focus on the why and not the what. I really appreciate you sharing that. That is just really great. So I know that you, I could talk to you all day, but we all have yeah. great busy schedules. So I know that you have some exciting things going on over on your website. If you could just tell the audience uh, where they can reach you and anything that you have going on. I would, yeah, absolutely. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. As I say, yeah, I'm the same. I could chat to you all day. It's <laughs> wonderful. Um, yeah, so I'd love to invite you over and check me out. Um, I'm over on julieleonardcoaching.com and I know you'll put all those details up for everybody. Yeah. I'd love to invite you over there. Like one of the great ways to, to start on this journey of living with more intention and, and getting this balance in a more simplified life is to assess where you're at right now. And so if you hop on over there, you can get a little uh, free happiness quiz so that pops up little box pops up sign up there and take my free quiz it's a lot of fun it's super easy but it's a great starting point to know you know where you are in your life and this is based on a lot of research the questions are based on research around the key areas of our happiness okay. and then if you do that you'll also then get a little bonus as well which is a little wheel of life chart that you can download and you can color in and you can map out your results on that and see where you are in your life and which areas of your life you maybe want to work on a bit more so that's a great starting point i'd love to just direct people over there so that they can see that and get that for free um, but then yeah if i can help anybody on their journey uh, with anything around their mindset or around this living with intention. Um, I offer free discovery calls, so reach out, you can book and have a chat with me. And as a huge thank you for having me on here, I'd love to offer all of your listeners 50% off their first session with me. So if they book in for a session, you can get it for half price. It's a huge thank you, because it's an absolute pleasure to be on here today. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. And I really appreciate you extending that offer to the audience. And I'll be sure to link to all of that in the show notes so that everyone can easily find you. So I thank you, Julie, for joining me today. And it was such a pleasure just chatting with you. And I hope we get a chance to do this again soon. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you. Thanks for listening. As Julie mentioned, you can head over to her website, Julie Leonard Coaching, and take her How Happy Are You quiz. 
that will help you assess where you are in life and where you want to go. And as a bonus, you'll get the Will of Life chart that will help you map out your results so that you can see firsthand your happiness journey. And as a special offer, as Julie mentioned, to the More Than a Mother audience, she's offering 50% off your first session with her. So be sure when you reach out to Julie to let her know that you heard about her on the More Than a Mother podcast. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to LawanMoses.com. I love for us to stay in touch. Make sure you leave your email address so I can send you inspiration, tips, and the latest updates. Or if you prefer, text the word MORE, that's M-O-R-E, to 302-440-4632. We have some great things coming up and I don't want you to miss a thing. Thanks again. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Until next time, keep pressing because victory is yours.